Okay, welcome back to another week of Ghost in the Scene, the only ghost-friendly podcast out there. I'm your host, Gio, and I'm with my co-host, Rob. How are you, Rob? Well, I mean, it's a little overwhelming, to be honest. Uh, there's a lot going on. There's been lots of rituals. It's been a very ritualistic week. Um, you know, I've been doing some rituals. Gio, I know you've been doing some rituals. Yes. I know you out in the scene have been doing some rituals. So there's a lot, but there's a lot of energy being thrown around right, right now. Yeah. California has turned it itself into a giant sweat lodge ritual. Um, there is, I don't know if people are from California that listen to this podcast. I'm sure there's a couple. There's been fires all up and down California, which is part of the ritual, of course. Part of the sweat lodge is you start the smoke fire, and then everyone starts to sweat. I have probably sweat at least 10 gallons in the past five or six days. And I have to literally, you know, go to sleep with an IV of fluids just to keep myself alive. And I'm seeing things. I'm experiencing things. I'm seeing coyotes in my room. And it's because I, I left my window open. And there's a lot of food that I've been hoarding. So they've been eating all my food. So, yeah, this is a, a time for rituals. This is a time for free spirits. And you, when you think about what a free spirit is, you know, is it a hippie spirit? Is it a spirit that costs nothing? You know, nothing is free. So what is a free spirit? Excellent questions. And ones that we've never truly had the answer to. And that's why you come to Ghost in the Scene, because we're looking at these age-old questions. You know, it, you know, it just reminds me about the story of the old lady that lived in the shoe. Yes. Right? We're just all in the boot right now. And it's really hard to take off, and it's starting to stink. You know, the most uh, tragic thing that God did to man was not give him uh, thumbs on their feet, right? We can, we can use our hands and untie our shoelaces, and you can use your hands even to take off gloves, right? But you can't use your shoes when you're feet are in your shoes to untie your shoelaces. Now tell me where the justice is in that. Right, because you can put on your gloves, right? You yeah. You use your hands to take off your gloves. Right. And the same Even if thing. if there's like a little strap, right? That's right. the if, same thing. If you had boxing, you know, attire, boxing gloves, you could do the same thing. You, you put them on with your hands and you take them off with your hands. You can't do the same thing with your feet. And that's a design flaw that was on purpose. You think about when, when God um, cast man out of the Garden of Eden, where Rob is right now. And of course, you know, he had to punish them somehow. And so I think he took away the thumb on our feet. And, you know, Billions of years later, we're still paying for it. So thanks a lot, Adam and Eve. Or Adam and Steve, whoever whoever they were. Either or, or, right? I think the jury's still out on that one. But what is true is the legacy, which is our thumbless feet. And you see the vestige of it on your big toe. That, that was a thumb. And then they straightened it out for, because they had the apple. 
I know. Imagine if that, if your front toe was just like 90 degrees, you know, on the other side of, of your foot, what you could get done, the funky shoes that we could wear. And we are deprived of that. So of course, Ghost and Scene is, is, is going to change that, right? We are going to make shoes that are futuristic in, only in a sense where it's like an alternate reality where if, if, if these shoes existed, we're going to take those ideas and put them here in our universe. So we're going to start making shoes and we're going to, you know, of course, we're going to get a design, a logo. We're going to figure out everything. It's going to be um, ethically sourced, you know, probably vegan, all kinds of you know, good things are coming along. So, you know, we're going to change things for, for the better and it's going to be good for your feet, not bad for your feet. You know, there's, um, I've seen there are those shoes that use your toes, right? You, you stick your toes in them and nobody tells you that that's for people that shoot people's toes off as target practice. I don't know if you've heard about this phenomenon, but people walk around with those shoes and literally the nine toes will be shot off by the end of the day. And you think they're easy to regrow. They're not. It takes a long time. Like you got to first find the toes that fell off. You got to find a little cup of water, propagate, mm -hmm. and wait for the, you know, the vessels to, to kind of start to grow out. And then you got to go in and you got to sew on each individual toe. Like of course. that, it takes forever. And the stitching is so small. Like you got to have, you'd be very, very skilled. And not everyone has a sewing machine nowadays either. So, right. <sighs> and, and this isn't, you know, as simple as shrinking yourself down to, to do the stitching because then you have an even smaller stitch because you, you're still a part of yourself. So, you know, problems on problems. And we're going to just do a 180, 360 all around those problems, right? I'm not even sure what kind of math I just used. But let's, let, let's talk about ourselves a little bit, right? How are you? How have you been? How's the garden? Oh, I mean, it's lovely. There's AC, so it's been very chill. Um, I can see why it was called Paradise. It's pretty nice. It looks uh, humid. That's the one, the one drawback, right? I mean, to, to make sure that there's enough water around. It's just, yeah, a lot of humidity in the air. Um, everything grows on trees, pizza, ice cream, you name it. Really? Uh-huh. Everything grows on trees. So money grows on trees out there. Oh, yeah, by, by the bushel. Wow. Can you – and so – Yen, peso, dollars. What's the policy on, on the extra dish, you know, bringing things out of – of the Garden of Eden. Can, can you bring stuff out of there? Oh man, the, the taxes that they put on it is not even, makes it not even worth it. No way. Yeah, it sucks. So this is the saddest thing I've heard. So that, that means that you have to literally go to the Garden of Eden in order to taste the, the tree ice cream and the tree pizza. That's true. And you know, I'm, I'm working on a map right now, uh, but I want to be careful because um, if, an, if too many people come and they pick all the pizza off the trees, well, then, then nobody will have tree pizza. And that is a lesson that, uh, once again, is more of a curse than it is a lesson. This is my issue with 
quote unquote God, right? I mean, yeah, sure. Give us some tree pizza, but then make it limited. You're going to make it a limited resource. Like, you know, we'd be hungry. You know, the humanity is only growing in numbers. And I think this is classroom rules. If you're going to make, you know, bring enough stuff to enjoy, you should do it for everybody, not just for yourself and for your friends. And that, you know, that includes bubble gum. That includes tree pizza and tree ice cream. So, you know, reform Garden of Eden, I think is, is a long time coming. And I think if we made it a community garden instead of a secret garden, I think that would make the world a better place. And we'd be, we'd be able to figure out how to plant these trees other places, right? These are, pla- these are trees that are literally kept in one area. It's, I would say, incestuous. It's a little incestuous. And that is def- the definition of, of, of biblical sometimes is incest, sad to say. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it is, it's beautiful. I'm sure it's beautiful. It is. And I'm trying to learn the technique as well. You know, I'm, I'm taking some pizza. I'm burying it in the ground, mm-hmm. watering it, fertilizer, you know, healthy amount of nitrogen in the soil. Um, so I want, you know, I think this could go out, since we're, this is a community garden, you know, we can crowdsource this technology. Like, you know, everyone at home, you know, please try it. You know, bury, you know, you don't have to eat every single slice of pizza. Save a slice, put, go to your backyard, bury it, and let us know if you end up getting a pizza tree. You just, you just blew my mind because pizzas come in a circle, okay? And our intention when it comes to shapes is to, you know, complete something once, once you've started. And when you take a piece out of, out of the circle, your initial reaction is, I'm, I, I need to finish until there is no circle left. And you're saying, we don't have to. We can keep a piece and save it for Mother Earth, right? Wow. That, that blows me away. I, I love that idea. I love the thought. And I love the experiment because who knows if you have some soil in your backyard that can possibly nurture a tree that will sustain pizza. I think that's worth a shot, even if, if the chance is zero point zero 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 one i think it's worth trying yeah i mean what else do we have to lose at this point you know i i think we're at this point where we have to throw everything against the wall throw everything in the ground see what grows right throw everything in the ground against the wall first and then put it back in the ground right wake it up that's that's a really good uh, these are gardening tips that we're giving you gardening tips from the garden of eden and this is exclusive content that literally not many people get um i don't know how you snuck in your camera in the garden of eden but that's been a sticking point to a lot of them no flash photography oh yeah that's why you don't see it anywhere um and it was very difficult i i can't go into the details because we're broadcasting right now right uh, you know, know that it was difficult, but you see here as video proof that I made it. And that's beautiful. It's be- beautiful to know that you're all the way there. You're in the arms of the trees. You're in nature. Meanwhile, like I said, I am in the halfway point of a, of a ritual. And I'm telling you, uh, the sweat. You can't 
see the sweat on me because literally I'm 99% sweat, right? And you know, I've had to get sponges. And here's the benefit. And I'll tell you, I had to really look hard to find the silver lining in this one. But it occurred to me that I'm such a holy man and I sweat a liquid. And it all kind of started to, pieces of the puzzle started to come together because I, th I thought, what if I started to bottle some of the sweat? Now, when I said 10 gallons earlier, you might've thought I was being facetious that I had not measured. In fact, I have been bottling and measuring all of the sweat that I've been giving. And the idea is that yes, you know, I am a holy man, and the sweat is holy water. But it's not just holy water, it's holy sweat. And I don't know if you know about liquids and fluids, but you know, sweat is, is, is a chemical, right? It's, it's what they use to make the atomic bomb with. Sweat and tears. Exactly. Blood, sweat, and tears. Those are the three ingredients. So I'm, I'm only selling one-third because obviously I don't want to have people with the ability to create an atomic bomb. So only one-third of the – but that's enough of a, you know, a selling point to get people in the door, right? Maybe in a couple of months I'll start you know, with some, some tears, and then they can figure out the blood by themselves. But I want to give the – Sweat Lodge ritual, it's due. I want to wait until it's over, and then I'll start selling because I want the batch to be done as a whole batch. And I'm looking for at least 20 gallons, another 10. So once I get to that number, once the whole ritual is over, we've stopped the fires, then Ghost in the Scene will start selling. Uh, it, it'll be a combo, the shoes and the holy sweat. So... Um, that's something that I've been working on, merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. I think that's the name of the game, and we're learning it. You know, it, it's, it's been hard, but we're learning it. I mean, that's what we do. We're going to be constantly evolving on this show with the world, with you, to always meet the needs of those in the scene. And you didn't even know you needed my sweat. You didn't even know that you needed my holy sweat. You didn't even know that you needed uh, pizza trees and pizza ice cream and ice cream trees. You didn't know you needed it. And you didn't know you needed a foot with a toe on, on, on the other side that's a thumb. You didn't know. But we're letting you know that you do actually need all those things, right? We're living in a world that is cruel, that has treated us, you know, very, very selfishly. And we're taking some of that power back. And, you know, we're, we're doing a lot. Not only are we doing, you know, investigations, we're doing interviews with not only, you know, people that have gone to the depths, but also gone to the heights as well, right? They've gone near and they've gone far. And this week we have with us a returning champion. This guy has literally... I mean, we're, you want to talk about blood. You want to talk about sweat. You want to talk about tears. You want to talk about atomic energy. This guy's got it all. I mean, I know this guy. He shoots electricity out of his fingertips on a daily basis. I mean, that's basically his career. And we haven't talked about it much, you know, for, for the 
the sake of, of privacy, but I, I mean, I want everyone listening to understand the power because you all thought that this person was gone because you know, any, any normal person. Yeah, I would agree. Right. Vanished without a trace. But this is not who we speak of. Mm -mm. This is a very, very special person. Returning champion, we have back with us um, from, not the dead, but from wherever he was. And he'll explain. Rashid, welcome back to the show. Okay, we are here with a highly esteemed guest. This is somebody that is a big part of the Ghost and Scene family. Um, one of the main in the scene people on the council, Rashid, mm -hmm. he is, he's back. Um, say hi, Rashid. The world wants to know uh, where have you been? I, I, I've been, well, I'm, I, I gotta tell you, hi, hi, first and foremost, hi, how have you guys been doing? You know, uh, it's been a while. Um, mm -hmm. I've just, I've been stuck in this in this room this whole time again still you know I, I don't know if you guys remember last time but I was I was trapped and then now it looks like we're all trapped together so this seems like you you accidentally brought us into this I I, I didn't want to say that but yes I'm sorry I, I did open the hell mouth and sucked you all in with me you know misery loves company <laughs> i mean i'd be more afraid if i if i wasn't a paranormal expert you know this is... true true I mean, it's not our first hell mouth yeah no of, of course not of course not <laughs> so yeah. uh you said this room was like a like a man cave if i remember correctly yeah uh, well i said that it was yes it, it was a man cave like it, it's made out of a man whoa the man you know you know what's funny is uh you said the man right but i yeah. heard demon y yes yes which i mean i think it's synonymous i think the man is a demon of, of course of course <laughs> and and the man has been going through some legal issues and uh, was trying to see if I can help out in any way. And then, oops, I got stuck inside of the man. Wow. So do you know what part of, of the man you're in? I I'm not a, a doctor of, of, of bodies, of demon bodies. And I really don't want to guess, but it doesn't smell very well in this part. Oh. Rob, oh. Um, I think you know where he is, right, Rob? I mean, I think it's got to be the gallbladder. Because yeah. this guy's got a lot of gall to be trapping you here. And yeah. uh, bladders are stinky. I mean, it's true. I've never... I, I've never uh, seen as gallbladder in my life right i don't have x-ray vision like maybe rob has but I, I can i can imagine you know pee comes from the bladder right um and and mm. pee kind of smells sometimes my pee really smells my pee smells like um you know like uh 
like mint, mint chocolate chip. Ugh, disgusting. Yeah, it has the same kind of consistency. Those little chocolate chips kind of come out sometimes. Like you're always at the dentist. Yeah, that's why I'm always at the dentist. Oh, I mean, it smells like it, but... Oh, well, yeah. And then just now, I just said bladder. Now you say gallbladder. Mm-hmm. This is like a more offensive bladder. Sounds like it. So yeah. from the from the inside, um, what have you been eating? Well, uh, funny that you should mention that. Uh, I, I haven't been eating much. I, I've been on more of a, a liquid diet, actually. And it's like um, different uh, fruity flavors of hard seltzer water. I I, I haven't been able to get uh, my hands on milk or anything. And I've just been drinking this stuff. And I'm just, it's weird. It's weird. It's it's almost like, I, I feel like it's taking away my manhood, yet making me uh, refreshed all at the same time. Interesting. You know, let's let's get into that a little bit because I think we're we're looking at here the death of beer. Oh, yeah. And it's a little sad. It, it's 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 a sad thing to say as a statement, but I think it's true. And I think what what you're talking about is you know, kind of drinking a new flavored hard seltzer, which is killing, like video killed the radio star, it's killing beer. It, it, it is. It, and it's weird because when you think about it, all beer is is hard water. It's, it's an alcoholic a tea, if you will, and, and it's, it's seltzer it's fizzy, like water. It's made from mostly water and but there's a line that's drawn. I, I, I don't know. And, and But I know where the hard seltzer comes from. It comes from demon gallbladders, you know? And so that's maybe that's the, the line, and they're trying to kill the beer. Wow. I mean, okay. Two things are very haunted in this world. Water, right? But also mm. demon, demon gallbladders probably are very haunted. I, I, can, I can attest to that. Oh yeah, it looks pretty haunted in there. All those knives. It's yeah, pointy. Yeah, watch, yeah, watch your careful. fingers. It's, yes. But it's like, is it the lesser of two evils? Then, it, you know, it, do you think that maybe all of the water everywhere is worse than some demon gallbladder? I, you know, I, I, I never really thought about it that way, but. Maybe the demon gallbladder filters the evil water. It's kind of like evil. it's kind of like two wrongs make a right, right? Exactly. Exactly. Wow, this is really hard hitting science. Um, you were kind of investigating the the deep state when you yes. went off the deep end. Yes. Yes. Yes, I was. Um, did you find anything while while you were in the deep state, or did they erase your memory? Erase whose memory? Okay. Oh no. Okay. Um, well, we we I don't want to get you upset about about what happened in the past. Oh no no the the past is is a beautiful place. It's 
full of love and joy and who? Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you, do you think we have to put, do you think it's safe? I, I should say to put Rashid into a trance and to try to get some more information. Well, I know where we are. I know where our hearts are. Um, I, and you know, just feeling, feeling the energy between us. I want to rescue our friend's memory. And with your permission, Rashid, um, we would like to see if we could glean something using our powers. Of course, we'll, we'll be as safe as we can. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll be happy to join you to help you, uh, save your friend's memory, rescue memory. What, what do you do with a memory? We're going to, we're, we're going to explain this, um, in, in due time. Don't worry about it right now because, okay. you know, right now we're going to, together start to say this phrase that is going to be like your bedrock right and in mm. fact <clears throat> we're going to take it from bedrock do you know the phrase yabba dabba do yeah i do okay so yabba dabba do yabba dabba do perfect okay you're saying it just right this is something that is ancient caveman language. Um, we have millions and millions of years of evolution, and this phrase has carried with it a lineage of this kind of old runic magic. So we're going to use this, and the deep lizard brain that we all have is going to ignite the memories in our friend. Whoa. Whoa, whoa! You, you guys aren't inviting the lizard people onto this podcast, are you? Because uh, I, 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 exactly, right? Yeah, I mean, and I know lizard people are, are scary, and it's been quite a slur recently. But here's another bombshell for all of our listeners out there on the scene: we're all lizard people. Huh. All right, mm -hmm. just let that sink in. We are That's all descendants of lizard people and so all of us have a little bit of lizard in us that's straight facts lizard brain is literally a little lizard that lives in our brain okay it's like he's the guy manipulating the pulleys and the levers in your brain is a little lizard up there the brain is a lizard i don't know how else to say it huh so so I have a there's there's a lizard inside of my skull like I'm inside the demon. So am I the demon's gallbladder lizard? Well, the lizard is is a part of you. So I guess you would yes, you would be the demon demon's gallbladder <sighs> lizard. No, you guys. Big brain time. Yeah, it's 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 technically, you know, we're we're monkeys, we're lizards. We are, you know, we contain multitudes, right? Huh. And in a multiverse, there is a, a, an entire world where we have scales, we have claws, we have uh. sharp teeth. So, you know, it, it's not that scary when, when you start to use the phrase yabba dabba do. It's not going to, yeah, yeah, you do. know, Mark Zuckerberg's not going to come through the door and, you know, scare you. So... Yabba dabba do, let's yabba help dabba. you. Let's say that a couple times. 
Yabba dabba do. Okay, Rob, are you are you ready? Yabba, yabba dabba do. Yabba dabba do. Yabba dabba do. Oh my God, his his mind is opening up for me. I'm seeing it. He's in a he's in a field. Butterflies. You know, wheat touching his fingertips. You know, a, a beautiful sunset. Where am I in in your memory right now, Rashid? You're, uh, we're back home. We're back home, of course. There it is, the the old picket fence. Oh, the old tire swing, and, and there's my house on, on behind that fence, surrounded by wheat. Were you were you bakers, B bread bakers? We we grew the wheat for the bed break, bread. Yabba, dabba, yabba, do. We grew the wheat for the bakers in the town. Perfect. Okay. We have him somewhere in his past. We're going to have to fast forward to the deep state. So let's, let's just say, you know, deeper and deeper you go. Deeper and deeper, and deeper you, you go. go. We're going to go all the way to the deep state with this one. All right. I think something that would also help speed this up is if we say it in reverse, we go do dabba yabba. Whoa. Okay. All right. That Let's will that, that will reverse us, right? That yes. Will get us, uh, so now that we're we're deep in the in the hanging out with Rashid's lizard. All right. Here we go. Do, do dabba yabba. Do dabba yabba. Do dabba yabba. I think it's working. I'm seeing hallways now. I'm in a I'm in a fluorescent lit hallway. I hear the tapping of heels on the floor, and it looks like a like a paper man is is, is walking with a bunch of. He's a postal service worker. He's dropping off parcels. It looks like I'm in some kind of office building. Rashid, were you doing some kind of reconnaissance? I... Shh. Shh. They can't know you're here. They, they listen and they watch. If you, if you look, if you were to go down this hall, it would, it would, be, it would be an octagon. It's, it's the building below the Pentagon. Oh my God. There's more, of course. there's more turns under the ground. So Pentagon is, is how many sides? It's five sides. So you're going three deeper three with an deep. octagon. Yes. Let's, all you math heads out there, let's remember, you know, the significance of three deep. Now, do you believe that there is something deeper than the octagon? There, there might be. I haven't been able to get down there, but I know that the deeper you go, the more turns you have to make. 
my god is this where where the the man found you this is this is where the man lives the man lives on all sides my god so that's where we are oh my goodness if that's where the man lives you're in his stomach we're in his stomach we're in the octagon oh my god Rashid what have you done I I'm trying to get out and, and, I, and I, I I can't find the right turn that leads up just keeps on going around and then and then they see me and they they put me in an elevator and, and I tell them I'm trying to go but they press the down button Deeper and, and deeper. Darker and deeper and darker and deeper. So it's more, we have to assume there's more than the octagon. I mean, I'm, I think this might go to a dohecahedron. Yeah, a hundred sides. This is, I mean, and how deep is that? You'd probably be on the other side of the world going that deep. Probably. Like when we were kids, they'd always tell us if you if you dig so far, you you'd end up in China. China. But I think it's I think it's deeper than that. Well, I mean, it's yeah. beyond China. It's above China. And in fact, I think this is this is the perfect time to um, to bring our our ghost guest on. Um, we have a special surprise. Um, we brought with us from the material realm a friend um, to help you in your time of need. Your old buddy, Flash. What? How? How did... Rob dug up, dug up his bones, right, Rob? I did. I did. I, I had to use a special divining rod... Because I know that you haven't seen him in a long time, and I'm sorry to break this news, but but your puppy, um, you know, from when you were just a child, has passed since this time. Oh man, I it's I know. Been, been thirty years or so. I, I I always held out hope that one day Flash and I would be reunited, but. I, I came I came home from school that day and just Flash was gone and oh my god. I know and I called all the pounds first. I called every single one just in case, you know. Uh, I, I, I didn't want to um have that be a, go un, undiscovered. Um but unfortunately Flash did pass. But mm. but because of this we that means we can contact him from the beyond to speak to you. And to, I know, I, I know that both of you have some kind of unfinished, as you were saying, he was gone. So you have some unfinished business and we, you know, would like to hear from, let him speak to you directly about this. Um, before, before we, we, we get his, his statement, I, I just like to say that um, Rob showed me his bones and mm. as as a as a paranormal investigator, as a scientist, mm -hmm. there was something very strange about these bones. They seemed, what? just in my eyes, much more lighter, like 
gravity hadn't had an effect on them in years, which is strange. I'm not sure what that means, but it, it could be related to where he went. So we're going to have um, Flash, the, the pup, and he's, he's going to make a statement. So Flash, um, go ahead, take it away. You know, this is a family-friendly show most of the time, but you can drop as many F-bombs as you want because we want to know what happened to you. So here we go. Thank you, Flash. Flash? It's me. Goodness. This is this is so heartwarming what's happening right now. Okay. That's beautiful. I know. Hey you too. Hey your ball, I still have your ball. He still loves no. his ball. You never did learn how to fetch, but that, that's okay. I forgive you. Okay. Can, do you want to? Do you want to try it? One more time for. Wait. What do you mean, though? It's. It's not a very. Good, oh. Oh. It, Ghost sticks. Okay. Sorry. You can grab a ball if you wanted to. <laughs> Apologize. Well, I can't pick up ghost sticks. I, I know. Just you can go and grab one and bring it, but. All right. There you go, boy. Wow. We're really doing it, aren't we, Rob? This is amazing. Nothing touches a heart like like moments like this. Um, Rashid, how are you feeling right now? I I'm feeling a, a little bit more powerful than I than I did before. So so did he go out and get a stick? Were you able to follow him? I, I just ran through a wall. Hmm. Well. Yes. Lucky for you, he's he's going to be haunting you until Rob puts his bones to rest, and you can okay. he can choose not to, and then you can have him around as your as your ghost's companion, your guardian angel. No, I I think I think I'd like a ghost dog. It's it seems a, a little bit better than an actual live dog. You have to clean up poop or feed it. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, you just get all the love and none of the work of actually owning a dog. Um, this is just a quick um, PSA. Do not euthanize your dogs to make them ghost dogs. That's not how it works. They will become someone else's ghost dog. We had to um, use our wits to find and, of course, locate the, the bones of a Flash and oh, then channel him to, to Rashid, but that's not how usually this works. So please, no. please don't kill your dogs. That'd be horrible. Then 
then your dogs couldn't visit you when you're in hell after trying to kill your dog to make it a ghost dog. Right, because as we know, all dogs go to heaven. That's and correct. if you're in hell, that, that's it, yeah. That's it. There's no dogs in hell. I mean, there's hell hounds, but mm. hound isn't a dog, right? <laughs> right. Why isn't, why isn't a hound a dog? I what, don't know. What do we got against hounds? It, it seems pretty dog racist to me. Yeah. Like, like how come there's no hell cocker spaniels or mm-hmm. hell shih tzus? There better be. I know there's some hell chihuahuas. Well, I think chihuahuas are hell on earth. Actually. Yeah. I actually heard that chihuahuas are more rat than they are dog. That makes sense. And rats go to hell. Which means... Rats go to hell. Yeah, there's definitely chihuahuas in hell. Yeah. yeah. I like that logic. Mm-hmm. Again, don't kill your chihuahua if you want to see them in hell. It won't work that way. Yeah, no. you'll, you'll kill it, make it a martyr, and it'll go to heaven. And you'll make exactly. heaven worse for everybody. Yeah. So please and don't. If you kill chihuahuas, you'll go to heaven, and then you won't get to see your chihuahua in hell. It's this whole, you just got to let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. Let them lie and die. Yes. On but don't kill terms. them. Yes. And if they decide to tell the truth, then, you know, commend them for it. Now, did, did he say what happened? Where did he went? Oh, yeah. He was uh, just walking around town and uh, he uh, went down to the liquor store to get a, a gallon of milk and a lottery ticket. And then uh, he won the lottery and just was living it up. Wow. Never came back. Won the lottery? Yeah, it's really weird. You know, scratching tickets with those little paws. That's that's a, that's a, a real advantage dogs have over people because they don't need to use quarters. Because that's kind of a a scam, I think, for the lottery. Because it's like if you're getting a lotto ticket, you don't have money, but you're expected to have a quarter to rub yeah. off the, the the ticket. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's a real sunk cost. You're you're spending money to try to win money. And everybody knows that once you use that quarter to scratch it off, they won't use it. They won't accept that quarter ever again. No, you got to melt it down. That's a new quarter. Right. That's if I the, had a quarter, I wouldn't be buying a lotto ticket. No. Buy some food. But that's the plan of the deep state. They're, 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 they're trying to take all of our change away by making us use it on lotto tickets. And now, you know... What, I mean, they're, we have, they're coming to fruition. We have a change shortage right now. Yes, that is it, that is a a national thing happening for the for the whole summer, and of course, why is that? Because everybody's using their change to scratch lottery tickets, and mm-hmm. and they're not they're discriminating against the coins. They're saying what's usable, what's not usable. This is like hellhounds all over again. It, indeed, it is. They're in in the, they're. There are people out there just right in front of our face with this stuff, and we didn't realize it. Like, we thought that we were trying to change policies and help government, but we weren't. This change.org was just about taking our our change this whole time. (sighs) 
and it was just you know this is why we have you on even to our detriment even though we're now in the belly of the man this is why we have Rashid on everybody okay because he just broke the entire world right there change.com was never about actual change it was about pocket change yes wow right out of your pocket through the internet where do you think those bite coins came from your pockets they turn it into internet things so they can control your mind i mean deep state 101 this is a class that you're going to be teaching pretty soon once you're out of the belly I think we're going to have you teaching Deep State 101. Well, I, I, I've been working on my uh, syllabus, and it's, it's going to be a, a pretty, good, pretty good program. I mean, we already have people like Bill Yates asking to, 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 to be a part of this. We have people like uh, you know, uh, Condoleezza Rice. Um, mm. She wants to get in the game. Mm, there's good. a lot of people in, in the world that are begging to know more about the deep state in order to dismantle it um i hope that we don't have anybody that's you know a bad actor that wants to find out about the deep state to make it worse even deeper but i think just finding out you know, the octagon is itself is a freebie and i'm sorry that you had to give away that you know giant piece of uh information but i'm, I'm glad the public knows now it's iceberg just the tip of the iceberg you know you you drown yourself trying to find out how wide this thing is so before we before we we leave and we try to escape this place i know that there is a, a lot of things happening in the world that you might not be aware of since you've been locked away um oh. i mean the world keeps on turning sad, sad to say did the 59ers win the Super Bowl? No. And now they're the 69ers. Oh, that's good. That's a good name change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, baseball changed its name. They're now called um, Bees Ball. And hmm. they've, they've changed all the balls to small um, honeycombs. What? Yes. How are you supposed to hit a honeycomb? That's not going to go anywhere. No, it explodes and you get surrounded by bees and get stung. It's about running away from, from bees now. Mm -hmm. That's they changed it from baseball to bees ball. Oh my god. This mm -hmm. is you won't believe what they did to basketball. No. It's what? it's, it's what? called it's called basketball now. You just throw a, a honeycomb on the ground and run from bees? Yep. That's exactly it. It's the most popular sport in America. It's more popular than it's ever been before. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. Um, I, you know the, what's happened to this world without me? The news is, is, is really taking a, a hard hit recently. Um, NBC changed their name to NBC. And now all the hosts just um, run away from bees. This is, but CBS is still the same, right? I think you know where this is going, Rashid. I'm really no. sorry. No! It's CBS. No! 
and they just run away from bees on 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 TV. Ugh. You say you you see the bees and you say s, and you run. Oh yes. my! This is ridiculous. What is? You know, the the way this is going, I I may just stay inside of this demon gallbladder. It doesn't smell so bad all of a sudden. I mean, if you're drinking hard seltzers, better. yeah, better than drinking. I mean, beer, like you know, is 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 on its way out. Um, they changed. They they did want it to be more relevant. They called it bees. You just drop that R right out of there. Yeah. Jeez. So um, let's try. Let's find our way out of here, Rob. And mm -hmm. um, power, power to you, Rashid. Thank you so much for being a guest on this show. You are always welcome back. Um, there's never a, a moment where you are not missed on this on this show. Um, so well, wait, you guys aren't leaving me. Well, I mean, you, real person, I'm not missed. I'm, I'm flesh and blood. You can't just leave me in here like some kind of floating fog stuff. All right. What an interview straight from the atomic bunker. You know, the energy radiation from that interview is going to be felt for hundreds of thousands of miles. How'd you feel about that, Rob? Wow. I mean... We made it. We all made it. Rashid made it as well. Um, he he says hello to to you all, of course, um, and that he is in a safe place right now. Especially, you know, that demon is not happy right now, so it's it's on the lookout. So so Rashid is in an undisclosed location. Uh, just know that you will. This is not the last time you'll hear from him, by by a long shot. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I am very happy that we were able to see that condition and, you know, it hurts me to know that he was, he was there for the amount of time that he was, but you know, I'm, there's, yeah, I'm just glad we got out. There's a brighter side, right? I'm glad we're free. Let's just, let's just leave it at that. I'm glad that we're safe. He is a chameleon. He is an escape artist. He is the Harry Houdini of, of this era. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that he will return safe and sound when when he finds the opportunity. I'm just glad that Rob and I, because we're a little more vulnerable, right? We're not we're not CIA trained the way that he is. So it, it feels good to know, you know, to have that moment with him to talk. But man, you know, the fresh air feels nice too. So let's play a quick game. Um, this is a, a beautiful part of our experience that we've started to gain our powers are just you know teeming at the edges waiting to be explored that's how it feels right i feel like my antennas are just reaching to the edge of the universe and i want to i want to show everybody what we're capable of all the haters so we're going to do some predictions and i want you to hold us to it right luckily we don't live in vegas but I'm sure some of you do make these bets for us. Okay. Make them in our names, you know, make it all legal, get a notary because you can take these to the bank. So predictions, um, this is going to be for the next year. Um, do you want me to get started, Rob? Or do you want to get started? Go for it, Gio. Okay. Prediction. I predict 2021 Tokyo Olympics. Queen Latifah is going to get bronze 
in the shock put. Wow. Uh, okay, prediction. 2021. Uh, our new Homeland Security is going to be ALF from outer space. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Prediction. Christmas. Santa Claus is revealed to be Mrs. Claus for the last 200 years. Santa Claus died. Wow. Wow. like it. Yes. Uh, prediction. All right. The moon is going to divorce itself from Earth. And it's going to be messy. Oh, my God. Now, we could talk about let's, – let's dive into the, these first few, okay? Because I think if we rapid fire, these, these betters, they're not going to have any money left. So let's, let's talk about this breakup. The moon breakup, it's been happening for a millennia, right? We don't treat the moon well. I'll say it. You know, we take, we take advantage of the moon. And I think it's, it's totally fair that it's time for us to separate. Right. And I think the biggest question, though, is was there a prenup? Oh, my God. And where is it? Who's got the prenup? Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, the beautiful part about us making these predictions is that we have all of this as, you know, little files that we're going to start investigating. Okay? Because this is coming from the universe but there's facts based in all of this. Of course. Of course there's facts. Now, Queen Latifah, she's been given an entire extra year to train. I want you to think about that. Somebody as professional as Queen Latifah, given an entire 12 extra months, and she's isolated, right? She can't go out with her friends. She can't go film a movie, right? Which means she can't you know, be at the crafts table, eating and having a good time and drinking coffee. I mean, this is rise and grind for 12 months. Shock put, shoulder workouts, back workouts, you know, leg workouts. She's doing it all. That's why I'm saying she's going to get bronze. She might not get gold because, you know, when it comes to shock put, there's superstars and there's, she's a celebrity. Let's, let's face it. Right. But she is, at least gold worthy in her heart, but bronze worthy on the world stage. So that's where the prediction come from. I'm going to say it's more of a scientific guess than an actual prediction. I, 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 there's no way to argue with that. Um, you know, uh, I think we can move on to yes. our, our next one. Uh, the secretary of Homeland, uh, what did I say? Uh, you, yeah, you said DHS. Right. Department of Homeland Security, ALF, aliens. Yes. All right. It's going to be revealed, you know, we're not the only conscious beings on the, in this neck of the universe, folks. Sorry to break it to you. And, and the president, no matter who that center ends up being, um, you know, they can appoint whoever they want. They don't even have to be from this planet to be in our government. And Alf got, got his papers years ago. You mm -hmm. know, in order to be on a TV show, on a mainstream TV show, you have to get your papers. And that's just the way it is. That's the way they treat people here in America. Sad to say. But he had to go through that process. So Alf is eligible. 
Of course he's eligible. If Schwarzenegger could be governor, Alf could be DHS secretary. It's simple as that. It has to be equality. Now, let's let's start a new round. Let's 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 start pumping the universe for universe for some more info. Um, okay, I got one. This this one is so simple. And I was, of course, everyone knows Santa Claus is dead. That that's just mm-hmm. everyone knows that. Okay, no need to get into it. Of course. So, here is my new prediction. In the year 2021, John Stamos will be revealed to have a second penis. Wow. And on TV, they would only film one at a time. Exactly. Have mercy. That's juicy. Wow. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. So these are just lightning in a bottle that we're giving you guys. And John, I am so sorry for outing you early. But, um, you know, you you can go ahead and and make all the hubbub you want. We know the truth. You know the truth. Everybody on set knows the truth. But, yeah, sorry in advance for outing you. I I apologize. It's a a prediction. These aren't facts, right? These are all predictions. I mean, maybe he keeps it under wraps. You know, maybe people will have collective amnesia after listening to this episode. Right. Exactly. It wouldn't be the first time. We have the luck and it's not good luck sometimes, where things will happen to our podcasts. Um, we, we record these, and sometimes they just disappear. The cloud eats them up. And so that's why I think the next president has to have some kind of ban on the cloud. I'm not sure what you know uh, Biden can do or what Trump can do or who knows who, but the cloud is dangerous. And when we talk about the cloud, we're talking about an entity, right? What is an entity but a spirit? So I, this this is way more. I, I don't know why I started talking about the cloud. This is this feels like a giant investigation that we could get into. But truly, um, when I start thinking about what the cloud is, it it just opens up a million questions that that I don't have any answers for. I mean, it's limitless, right? A cloud has no definite size to it. It can go on, you know, to infinity, right? I mean, think about all the stuff that you've uploaded to the cloud, all right? It's not stopping. And if you run out, well, there's always, you can always fork out for the next, some extra cash for more. Exactly. And where's that more? I think that more is, is up. You have the, the cloud expands up into space. So maybe we have the reason why the moon wants to break up with the earth. The cloud is in the way. And when you have somebody in between and you can't see your loved one, and there's that whole cloud, and there's and they have all those naked pictures that you took of yourself in the cloud, and the moon is like, who is this? Who is this one? Oh, oh and who is this one? And the earth has nothing. You know, what can we say? So I think that's a, a open and shut. Um, the cloud is dangerous for many reasons, but for the main reason, it's breaking up our, our planet with the moon. And, yeah, and, you know, no more waves, uh, you know, no more lots of stuff. No more moon hits your eyes like a big pizza pies. No, that, no more, it's not, no more amore, right? Yeah, that's not amore. 
If there's no moon? Yeah, the, the song Claire de Lune, dead. Will be stricken from the records. Wow. And you know, Blue Moon, You Saw Me Standing Alone, is it's going to be no moon. Right. I mean, we will, there will be less werewolves to deal with, but, you know, think about that will do to the werewolf population. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, they'll go extinct. You're right. So that's an awful predicament for the werewolf community. It seems like our predictions have, have started to kind of slip into a terrible scenario. And I would say that probably is the closest to reality that, that it's going to be. Because look at the reality we're living in now. It's kind of a nightmare. Um, I can't imagine it gets any better. So I think we're right on the money, Rob. So, yeah, well, Like Nostradamus, right? You yeah. Know, he, he wasn't just saying things so people know who to bet on in the Super Bowl, right? He wasn't just about that. He, he was about the hard truths as well. And sometimes, you know, we got to give you that bitter pill to swallow. Even though it, it tastes funky, this isn't a Flintstones vitamin, all right? This is a hard, bitter pill that, that you're going to choke on a little bit as it goes down. But you know what? That gives you knowledge. So hopefully... You know, it's kind of like getting a, a, a vaccine in a way. You get a little bit of the bad stuff. Hopefully that will help protect you against the even worse stuff that's out there. Or it's a lot like how you were saying the cloud is limitless. It's like that movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper. That little pill is a bitter pill of knowledge, right? That's probably what the snake gave Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, where Rob is right now. And he gave him that little limit, limitless pill. Robert De Niro gave him, gave him the limitless pill. He popped it. Bradley Cooper turns into a raccoon and joins the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, yes, we have to start taking those bitter pills. Because if we don't, we're going to be blind to the truth. And we will never transcend our human form to become raccoons who have opposable thumbs. On their feet as well. Yeah. So God's, God's truly chosen creatures. So until next week, guys, um, just keep everything we said in your hat, in your head. Go to Vegas. Bet on those predictions. And, of course, stay in the scene. Keep your eyes on the screen. Keep your rituals going. You know, a ritual isn't a one-and-done affair. You got to keep those things up. Uh, and we do understand that takes a lot of energy. But – you know, collectively, if we if we do this ritual right, you know, we could see it through to the other side. Exactly. So take care, guys. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye.